Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we're going to be talking about keeping family memories alive. It's a wonderful show we've got planned to just give you some insights on how to keep things together and keeping your family memories alive. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you have not already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. That's 325-428-6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. We're happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spin together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home, family, and relationships. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors for helping support their mission. James Long Real Estate, 4K Land and Cattle, 303 Ranch, The Barn Total Auto Care, Permium Frack Sand, and Walmart. The mission of the Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard Counties, and Texas and the surrounding areas by providing services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. As a parent and grandparent, we know our responsibility to teach positive family values. My two daughters and son, I'm so proud to say, value family above all else. Growing up in our home, life revolved around family. Take a moment to imagine a perfect late summer day at the beach. The sun is bright. The water was cool. Families from surrounding towns have come and set up their camps for the day. A beach umbrella or a pop-up canopy or just to spread out a towel or to mark their spot. The air is permeated with smells of sunscreen and charcoal. Kids being kids joined in each other's games. Adults knee-dip in the water sharing comments and jokes while watching over the toddlers. Older kids were building sandcastles or splashing in the water with their dads and moms, playing Marco Polo. One group of preteens was playing frustrating. It was so frustrating that the kid who was it, there wasn't a cell phone or a tablet in sight, except for one exasperated teenager who was sitting on a bench far away from his family, huddled over his smartphone, trying to get reception where there isn't any. Typical. The parents who brought their families for a day at the beach were probably only looking for a way to cool off and have some fun on Saturday. 
Most likely they were unaware that they were also doing one of the most important jobs of parenting, making positive memories. Yes, making them. Memories happen regardless of what we do. Negative experiences have a particular and lasting power, but parents can counteract that power by attending to the creation of positive memories. During times of stress, those memories help our children and teens remember that things aren't always challenging or just plain awful. As adults, though, some positive childhood memories will help us weather the inevitable storms of life. Research proves it. People who have a store of positive memories from childhood are generally happier and healthier. They have a better cognitive skill and are more tolerant of others. They are less likely to develop a mood disorder and are generally more optimistic and more able to cope with stress. Researchers have even found that young children who've had positive experience with the those who love who they love may develop a larger area of the brain region important for learning, memory, and stress response. By regularly depositing happy and positive memories into our kids' memory banks, we can ensure that they will be healthy dividends that will last for a life. And the truth be told, even as adults, we get a sense of joy and peace looking back on our life of memories and remembering the good times. Remembering that whatever we're dealing with at this time will come to pass and more memories will be made now and forever. Without speaking a word, your family's story can be told through the first day of school pictures, construction paper turkeys, a piano recital, programs, and all the things that you collect through the years. But if things are stuffed haphazardly in boxes and drawers, you'll never enjoy them like you should. Spending just a little time organizing those family memories will allow you to get the most out of your treasures. The good news is that there's a lot of great tips for managing a large collection of digital photos and even your photos in a box. If space is at the premium, you can capture artwork and other keepsakes in a digital format and toss the original. Developing a system for displaying your photos on a regular basis gets you favorite memories out of the closet and in front of your eyes, exactly where they should be. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. have a wedding or a special event coming up? Esme's Cakes provides custom-designed wedding and grooms cakes as well as special occasion cakes. Their custom cakes are exquisite down to every detail and your guest will be talking about your cake long after your event is over. Esme's Cakes only uses the finest ingredients and is always baked fresh. Esme's Cakes are made from scratch and decorated to be a reflection of you and your style. So when every detail matters, call Esme's Cakes for your wedding cake or special occasion cake. You'll get superb service, a beautiful cake that not only looks great, but tastes amazing. For your appointment, call Esme's Cakes at 512-629-6416 or visit their Facebook page at Esme's Cakes. Make your wedding or special event unforgettable with a special cake by Esme's Cakes, the unforgettable cake of your lifetime.
Well, welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight, we're discussing how to keep family memories alive. Family memories and traditions bind a family together. Shared experiences and family adventures, stories, and moments are treasured. These are treasured riches that can connect generations. So, who will record the family memories for your kids? With the holidays quickly approaching, we'll be making time to spend with family and friends, and memories will be made and want to be saved. How about all those previous years of holiday memories, first days of school, births of children and grandchildren, and so on and so on? What do, you do, what do we do with all those memories we took pictures of? Are they trapped in a box? Well, this is, to show, this is the show for you if you're interested in learning more about how you can keep those memories alive and be organized to create and make more. And joining me tonight on the show is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Hi, Debbie. Good evening, Rudy. Are we making a memory? We're making a memory. We Every day we make memories. That's right. And uh, it's, it's interesting uh, that whether you realize it or not, you're making memories, That's good right. or bad. Mm-hmm. And um, for us, this is not one of my fortes, so it was good to research and, and, and to uh, learn more about how to make family memories alive. I... I um, I love family and I love making memories. It's just organizing them and keeping them available where we can look at them that I kind of slack off on. So um, I'm the one that's got all the pictures in a box. And if it wasn't for you, Mr. Rule, we wouldn't have any in photo albums. So yes, Mr. Rule is the one that puts all the pictures in the photo albums for the Rule family. Somebody so thank had you. To do it. <laughs> Somebody had to do it. You are not the family historian. That's, that's true. for sure. That is for sure. Well, you know, uh, there's so much to think about when you think about getting organized and putting your uh, pictures together because. Not only do we deal with just uh, pictures and photographs that are hard copy uh, that we've had from passed down from generations, and even with our kids, you know, there weren't phones and things like that to take pictures. We had to take a picture with a camera. Uh, and so those of us that have pictures that we've taken with cameras, we probably have them stuffed somewhere. Hopefully they're in a photo album, but if not, they're probably in a box or something. And um, I think that a lot of people just have those somewhere where they need to, you know, maybe be able to get to them. And then we not only have those that are in a box, but we have those that are digital right? that we have on our computers and phones and, and places like that. So, you know, you've got a couple of different areas that you're trying to keep organized. And if you don't start by trying to be organized, you're not going to be organized. It, it takes a little bit of effort to do that, or you'll have 5 million pictures stored on your phone. Speaking from experience. Well, things change. <laughs> My grandmother had an old brownie camera, and it was a box, and she would hold it at about belt level and look down into it, and everybody would have to freeze until she clicked the button. And then after she got her film roll filled, she would mail it off. Yeah. And some weeks later, it would come in. And so... Film was expensive, cameras were expensive, photo albums were expensive, pictures were expensive. So uh, you took good pictures, you put them in a photo album, and then you all sat around and looked at them. Mm-hmm. Some of my best memories all through our teenage and young uh, adult years, we would go to Granny's house and pull out the photo album, and we'd all sit around and flip the pages and laugh and point and tease and remember. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, you know, when you mentioned digital, uh, how many times have we had pictures on a computer and the computer crash? How do we get the oh, pictures on? Yeah. Well, now you have mm-hmm. the cloud, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. Back in the old days, we didn't that. have the cloud. <laughs> and so uh, we've got phones laying around that we don't use anymore that have pictures on them. We've downloaded. Uh, we've got a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. We've got boxes of hard copy pictures yeah, from our families but you know generations as long as you've got them there's hope mm-hmm. you can do something with them mm-hmm. and it is kind of overwhelming when you start to think about it uh, the nice thing i like about having having them in hard copy is you can sit down and just grab a pile and go through them keep this don't keep that Put this in a photo album, put this somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's some of our tips that we have uh, that we want to go through is that, you know, if you just bring everything together to one place, maybe you have several different boxes, and it might be good if you have a room or a place in your home where you can kind of spread things out and maybe not pick it all up. Maybe you can leave it until you come back to it again the next day, or maybe it's a weekend project, and um, it would be a lot better if you could just go ahead and leave it if you've got that many and start sorting through them you know take one box at a time and start putting uh, pictures in piles now you might have some you know our photo albums when you were saying sending off the film and and getting the pictures back if you had a picture with the head cut off there was no retake (laughs) and you didn't know it you know and so um, so you know you've probably got some pictures in there that are not really good uh, that you might want to discard, some that are blurry, some that don't show everybody's whole body or whatever it is. Uh, so those are the ones that you can start with, you know, kind of discarding, getting those out of the way and putting those that you want to keep in a certain pile and maybe even separating them by categories, whether that's uh, maybe uh, the rural side of the family or uh, my side of the family or whether it's uh, our children or maybe putting them in separate piles by the different children's names. You can get creative about how you want to separate them, but try to get them organized where when you go to putting them in photo albums, you know where your piles are as far as where the categories are. And uh, it's just up to you how you want to do that. But keeping them organized will help you. And um, another good little nifty um, tip is once you've got them all organized and pulled out and you're thinking, you might just start saying, okay, you know, this is the hard part. Uh, do I really want to put all these back in in storage or do I want to put them in photo albums or do I want to make scrapbooking? You know, what do I want to do with my pictures? And then you start thinking, okay, for, for space, I, you know, for space, I'm not going to store anymore. I'm going to use them all. And so you start thinking, well, do we really need this one? You know, well, we have a couple that are just alike and, you know, we just kind of throw this one out. And that is the hardest thing, I think, to try to, especially if your kids, it's like, I like to keep every picture, and that's a hard thing to do. But I agree. I would only get rid of bad pictures that, you know, weren't well, that aren't good mm-hmm. pictures in however way you want to look at that. But, boy, if they're a good picture, even if you've got several of them, I would keep them. Mm-hmm. What I've done over the years is try to scrapbook for each kid as they went through school. And so we've got that to work on. Mm-hmm. The nice thing to do, I think, would be to get a couple of the kids together or someone else to work together mm-hmm. that is interested in the family history and 
two of you work together so you can have fun. Oh, look at this one. Oh, remember that? Oh, and, mm -hmm. you know, and you have these memory times and these conversations about what happened and who did what and all this stuff, and it's fun. Make and it fun instead of work. I know that for us, uh, and, and it may be true for some other families out there too, is that our kids love going through the pictures. They love going through the pictures. They love looking at old videos. They love looking at, um, you know, things, things that we've kept of theirs. And they love hearing the stories about them. And they could just never get enough of that. And they are grown. And they love hearing more and more of those you know, stories about the pictures. So, you know, pictures need to tell a story. We're going to get more into that, but um, pictures need to tell a story, a story of your life. This is what it is. You are leaving a legacy. You're leaving a heritage from to be passed down from generation to generation. And that's one reason you might think, well, it doesn't matter to me if they're in a photo album or if, if I've done scrapbooking with them or, or if I've done anything with them or if I've done any journaling. It doesn't matter about any of those things because that doesn't really matter to me. But it might matter to your kids and it might matter to your grandchildren. So I just want to encourage you that you may put those together so that your family could have those and remember back. And those that didn't maybe get to know some family members because they died before they were born or geographically they were unable to be able to be around them. At least they'll have the photos and the memories of uh, family that mm -hmm. they'll be able to show to their kids. Well, some families have uh, family historians and they are really fortunate to have that. Mm -hmm. And some are trying to build something from scratch and they might yeah. have an old photograph i know we've got old black and white photos of back in the early 19th century or 18th or 20th century of big family reunions mm -hmm. and someone took on the back and listed everybody front row second row third row listed all their names on there so if you find an old picture and you wonder who is this well you've got now a record maybe you can match faces Mm -hmm. But we've got some old pictures and everybody, you know, gets together. And who was this? And so you find the oldest person in the family and you sit down with them and say, who of these people do you recognize? Oh, well, that was so-and-so. And you write down on the back mm -hmm. of it, trying to have some idea of your where you came from, mm -hmm. who well, you then, came from. And more so than writing on the back of it, we're going to talk a little bit more about journaling and um, and about uh scrapbooking, which is where you can go into a little bit more detail with your pictures and put information out this by the side of them. Because uh, like you're saying, you may look at them and not know who they are. You may pass these down uh, through the generations and they're not going to know who they are. So you might want to put a little bit more of explanation in there. But as you're going through your pictures and as you're putting them in piles and you're sorting through them, you know, as we said, some of you may not want to get rid of some. You may, may just want to get rid of all the bad pictures. You may just want to keep those you put in albums. If you decide that you want to keep some in, in storage and you only have X amount of uh, photo albums that you can put some in and you're choosing the best ones that you want to put in there, the ones that will tell a story, then you can mark and label a um, plastic bin or a plastic uh, shoe box type uh, thing for each child or each person or for each family. And you can put all the rest of those in there so that when you want to put a new photo album together or a new scrapbook, you think, ah, it's labeled. I know which box has all of those pictures in it. 
And so you've already done the organization. You've already done the hard part. All you need to do is go to them now and put it together and say, you know, someone gave you a gift of a very nice photo album, by the way. We have a giveaway tonight. Uh, If you looked on Facebook and if your name, uh, if you commented on Facebook or liked or shared that, your name went in to our drawing tonight uh, for every time that you uh, participated in that. And you uh, might be the lucky winner of a couple of photo albums and a really nice picture frame that says home is where your story begins. And so we want to thank all of our listeners that participated in that drawing. And we're going to be drawing at the end of the program. And somebody is going to win that little package with a couple of photo albums and a, and a, a starter kit, a starter kit, not all of the starter kits that you want, but it'll get you, it'll get you going. It'll lay the guilt trip on you. I got to put some pictures in there. So if they're organized and you get a gift of a, a photo album, then you'll be able to go to the pictures and be able to, you know, put them in the album easily rather than having to start from the very beginning. So organizing them and putting them in a in a manner that you can find them and that they're separated by children or by families is really uh, a good way to do that. And as I said before, you know, take the time to tell the stories. And as you were saying, uh, who's in this picture and what are they doing? And, you know, making notes. It may not be what you put right away in the photo album or the scrapbook, but go ahead and make those notes so that you have them in a, um, a little spiral and that you can go back through and say, okay, now I've got, you know, this picture and I've got these notes on this picture. And so when I go to put it together, I'll have that information already. And one uh, thing that we probably need to realize is that have you ever heard of eat an elephant one bite at a time? Yeah. (laughs) When you look at this project, think of that, you know, you're eating an elephant one bite at a time. You may have so many loose photos. You may have underdeveloped film from years ago and I don't know if it's even any good you may have videos you know we had VHS when our kids Mm -hmm. were were younger and people take those now and they put them on Mm -hmm. uh, DVD and so you know you may have memories in in every type of um, format format Mm -hmm. but it's it's good to go ahead and separate those out because then if you do have VHS and you want to put them on DVD you can do that if you want to make a video of pictures, you can even do that now. I mean, there's so many different things that you can do. Make collages of pictures. You can even take pictures in those collages and you can send them off and have coffee mugs made. And you can have calendars made. And you can have blankets made. And you can have all of these things that parents and grandparents love to get as gifts. And, uh, you know, the the list is endless when you think about how the how you can save your memories and keep them alive in your home where you can enjoy them and your children can enjoy them from this generation on. Or you can keep it simple. Or you can keep it simple. Well, all those things don't happen at one time. Remember, it's eat an elephant one bite at a time. You know, they've got photo cubes now that you can download your digitized photos to. Yep. And it'll change like every 30 seconds Mm -hmm. to a different photo. Mm -hmm. And you can have that displayed on your desk and it's Mm -hmm. constantly changing. Maybe we're getting a little too fancy. Uh, Well, anyway, you can, um, there's just so many different things that you can do to um, 
preserve those pictures. And I know that a lot of the younger generation, they do love making the coffee mugs and the calendars and things like that because they're more into the digital age than some of us uh, that are trying to learn and live in that age. That's the only age that they know. So they love that. They don't probably see too many hard copy pictures unless they've printed them off. Uh, from their phone or from their computer. But um, anyway, you know, there's a lot of memories that you want to save. Births and their baby days, their toddler years, the childhood times, weddings, first days of school, vacations, uh, holidays. I mean, you you start thinking about all the different events that you have in your life in just one year and then multiply that, you know, by how many years old your child is and how many children you have, you get a lot of pictures if you've done that. Hmm. Well, and everybody likes to be told their story. You know, when mm-hmm. you sit there with your child or a grandchild and you flip through that photo album and say, oh, this is when you were four. Oh, and this was your first day at school. Remember Mrs. So-and-so? And, you know, you just tell their story. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you were so smart and you were so happy and you loved school. And it's all about them and that any everybody likes that yep well we've come to the end of the first half of our program and we're going to come back in the second half we're going to talk about journaling telling your story and leaving a legacy and what that is we're also going to talk about scrapbooking and how you can get started on that where you've got all of this uh, all of these memories that you want to put together in a uh, presentation form so that you can enjoy those at home and that you can enjoy those with your family. So uh, we'll be back for the second half. Stay tuned. We've got so much more coming up right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home. But nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911. In-laws or outlaws? Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule.
Well, welcome back to the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we're talking about uh, keeping your memories alive. And uh, that's something that you probably haven't ever thought about, but we all make memories every day, and some of those are tucked away in pictures, uh, whether that be in a digital form or a hard copy form or um, different things that we keep from our kids over the school years, things that they've made. And we've got things just stored everywhere in boxes and different places. And so it's would be nice if we could just get organized and try to put those together in a form where we could enjoy them and where when people come, they could learn more about your family. And most of all, where you could leave that for your children and their children and their children so that they would know your story. And so we're going to continue on with talking about journaling. I know that some of you may not think that uh, journaling is real important. You may say, I'm not a writer. I don't want to journal. But let me give you a couple of things to think about. You know, journaling is telling your story and leaving a legacy. And a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm, they think leaving a legacy is leaving a million dollars for their kids. And, uh, you know, leaving a legacy is leaving them... Uh, with the ideas and the values and the story of your life. That's the legacy that you leave. And you're creating a legacy, whether you realize it or not, positive or negative, you're leaving a legacy because you are creating memories, whether they're positive or negative, in your life every day. And so if you consciously are aware that this is the legacy I want to leave, I want to leave a legacy to my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, with the story of where they came from and who you are, then journaling is a perfect way to do that. And so I just want to encourage you, you can get um, just those, uh, there's always little uh, journal books that you can find. You can find them on sale at a lot of different uh, discount stores. You can find them at Walmart, uh, or you can just take a plain old spiral and write down your life history, and, and your kids are not going to mind. They just want to hear, and they want to read about their mom, or their grandma, or their great-grandma, or their great-grandpa. They they want to know where they came from. It's important. And so um, journaling, and telling your story, and leaving that legacy, is it's really irreplaceable. I think families that have left that, and they have that to go back and read, how interesting that is. It's like getting to know someone that maybe you didn't get to know. And it's amazing. Uh, people that are listening right now are interested in what their grandparents did, and one day your grandchildren are going to be interested in what you did. A mm-hmm. uh, friend of mine from when I was a kid, he was not a friend of mine, but he was one of the family friends. He's quite a bit older than me. But he recently wrote a book, and he said, This is my story, and there's no one left alive to dispute it. <laughs> Good title. He just wrote a story of his life and everything mm-hmm. he could remember and who mar- moved where, when, and who married who and those things. And all of mm-hmm. his grandkids think he has just hung the moon. Mm-hmm. So, You know, and, and just sharing about yourself and your character, your convictions, your passions, the things that you lived with, the things that you and your... Uh, spouse went through, the the things that you endured in life that brought you closer to each other and to God and to your family. And, you know, all those kinds of things that you think, I I really don't think I could just write all that down. That's so much. But if you just start now, every day, just write a little, and then eventually you're going to have the story. 
your kids are going to have the story. So, you know, it's uh, just get something that you can start writing things down. Another thing that uh, might be really interesting. Before you go on okay. that subject, go ahead. if someone really wants to do what we're talking about but don't feel like they have the ability, mm-hmm. you can go on a scrapbooking website and they have books that people have put together that kind of walk you through. Mm-hmm. And it gets down to pertinent information and the events of your life, like, you know, taking you through grade school, high school, early 20s, -hmm. 30s. It just walks you through. Tell about this. Tell about that. And so it's kind of a, it gives you an idea of what people are going to want to know Mm -hmm. later on. And you just fill it in. Mm -hmm. It's a format for information. made it very easy. And so they make it easy for you. Um, One thing that you might think about in journaling is if you have an elderly parent or grandparent uh, that is maybe in a nursing home or that's still living at home, but you know, they're getting up in their years, you might go and talk to them and write some things down and take some notes so that when you're going back to those pictures and you're putting them in a photo album or you're putting them in a scrapbook, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit, then you have information, you know, that, that, was given to you about specific things in their life. And, you know, I treasured just the couple of years that my mom was in Brady and she was um, in an apartment and then she was at the nursing home. But, you know, I learned, I think, more about my family heritage in a couple of years with my mom than I had my whole life. And I, so I, you know, was writing things down and I videotaped her, right. uh, you know, um, she went a few weeks, well, several weeks, where she wasn't speaking English. She was just speaking her native language, German and Poland and Polish. And so she, um, I, you know, I videotaped her singing uh, in German uh, a Christmas song and things, you know, that I will have for my children forever and ever and ever. And so uh, I, I know to treasure those things now. And you may not realize that you need to treasure some things because maybe you're young and you're busy and you're flying. You know, people don't think those ways sometimes when they're old, when they're younger. But you will one day want to treasure those family memories and those things that uh, you want to pass down. So journaling is a great way to do that. Your mother is a good example. She didn't think her story was special. But all of her children and grandchildren do, and mm-hmm. they want to know more. Mm-hmm. And now she's no longer with us, and we don't get to ask her. Mm-hmm. And it was an interesting story, a very and, interesting story. At her story. service, uh, your oldest brother came up to me afterwards and said, I learned some things about my mom I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. I think that was for all of us. Uh, yeah. Just awesome. Yep. So journaling and writing things down and, uh, you know, you may think it's silly, but one day it's going to be so appreciated by those that you leave behind. So sharing family stories with your children, maybe you're writing them down, uh, maybe you're just sharing them, you know, with your kids. It's important to do that. And, um, you know, think of yourself as this is part of your purpose in life. It's leaving something for your kids to understand who you are and where they came from. And, and you know, maybe a vision for after you're gone, you know, to share with your kids. You know, this is, I, I really pray that one day that you 
that you walk and that you do everything that was purposed for your life mm-hmm. and that you and your children will have blessings and, and favor. And, you know, you just speak those things into their life and you share with them that vision that you have for them and you can write that out for them. And when, when you're gone one day, they will read that and they will feel like they want to draw closer to uh, being uh, living more in that vision that you gave for them. Not telling them exactly what they need to do, but just sharing with them what you see. Well, how wonderful would that be to find an old manuscript or an old uh, journal from Grandpa Mm -hmm. where he declared the favor of God over the family and declared blessing and just prophesied uh, success and well-being, and mm-hmm. you go, wow. Mm-hmm. hundred years ago, Grandpa or Great-Grandpa spoke that over our family. Yep. Blessed our family for generations. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome when you think about it. It is, and when you think about uh, the Jewish race of people uh, and how blessed they are and um, how family-oriented they are, it's because that is a part of their daily life, yeah. blessing their children and speaking that over them speaking and over and them. having family and making memories and living in those intentionally memories. living yes. intentionally living intentionally so often. and uh, so many times we get so busy and we get so far beyond what we're supposed to be doing because we're caught up in everything we think we're supposed to be doing but don't sacrifice your family and those memories that you make with them uh, for things that you're not going to be able to hang on to because it's not worth it. You know, it's not worth it. You want to you want to be able to make those memories, save them, be able to put them in a format that you can look at them and that your children can too. Well, and again, keep it simple. You know, over the years I've stacked stuff up, and so I've got it stacked up. I started uh, scrapbooks for each of the children, and I've just staff- stuffed them with stuff. Mm-hmm. And so one day I'll sit down and work through it. Mm-hmm. And that's part of organizing them, you right. know, and keeping them organized. But, you know, that is one of the points in, in keeping it uh, in scrapbooking. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Is uh, Now, scrapbooking and photo albums, they're kind of similar. But a photo album is mainly where you're just putting your pictures in. You don't have a whole lot of information in there. You just have pictures. Now, you might have a photo album of just your one child, and then you might have one for another child. You might have one for just your child's baby days or for their elementary age or high school or graduation or college. You might separate them out that way. Um, but, But it doesn't really have much more in it than pictures. And a scrapbook, you get to be more creative with scrapbooking. Well, I'll tell you what, some scrapbookers go off the... Well, you know, it's there are some beautiful scrapbooks scrapbook. that they they really spend a lot of time on it, and there's a lot of different things that you can do mm-hmm. in your scrapbooking. But again, we don't want to scare away the people that need to keep it simple. Yes, we're saying that you can keep it simple, but yes. scrapbooking is a little bit more in detail than your um, photo you albums. Keep it simple, is what or I was. Not. Throw it all in a scrapbook like Rudy and just don't ever visit it again. (laughs) That's not my advice for you tonight. Visit it again one day and finish it. Uh, But yes, keep it simple. Start small. I think that's the thing is start small. Start. Just start. That's right. Don't get overwhelmed, uh, but find you an album uh, or a binder where you can put um, 
pages, scrapbooking pages in it, and that you can put it together. And this um, will help you get started with how you want to do it. Organize it, figure out how you're going to do it for the family, for each child, or how you're going to do it. But starting small is is a key that's important, simple and small. Um, and scrapbooking can be really you can be really creative. Those people that are really creative with that, you know, they put pictures in there. They've got pages of uh, journaling information that they put in there. They've got stickers and co- different colored papers and all kinds of different things that you can do with scrapbooking. Fireworks, Fireworks that go off when you and, open the page. And, you know, I'm going to give you permission. If you're the one doing it, you get to do it your way. Debbie and I, whenever I'm doing something and I'm not doing it her way, I have to remind her, I'm doing this. So if you're doing it, you have permission to do it your way. You just tell them, Rudy said so. <laughs> go to, go I'm, to break. Spe- I'm speechless. Go to break. Okay, I'm speechless. Uh, okay, so keeping it simple, start small. Journaling again, you can use some of uh, the information that you've gotten through your journaling uh, in a scrapbook. But... Um, you know, there's also scrapbooking starter kits that you can get, and you can just order those. So th- the main thing is don't invest in things that you're not going to use. That's the main thing. Don't go out and spend a whole lot of money on all of this scrapbooking stuff that you're going to do, and you know that all you're going to do is throw it all in one you know, book and leave it there like Rudy does. So it wouldn't be any good <laughs> to... Uh, to go out and spend all that money on those things. But if you want to get things organized and you want to put things together in a really neat, fashionable way, then you can purchase some of these things that are really great for scrapbooking. And that is uh, stickers and photos, different kinds of papers. Uh, You can use mat on your photos. You can, you know, figure out how you want to lay them out on the page. Uh, use your journaled stories to add into your scrapbooks. Um, you know, I found that there was something really interesting um, when I was researching some of this, and that is uh, the issue of using um, acid-free paper. And I think that's even in your, um, um, just to preserve things. And so there was also some information about some things that some women had been doing scrapbooking and they realized that they wish that they had not done when they, when they first started. And that was, you know, they got in, into all of this stuff. Yes. Trends and fads. You may not, there's uh, all kinds of little scissors and things that you can cut out pictures and cut them out in shapes and sizes. And one of the ladies said she wished she hadn't cut pictures like that and put them in there because she lost the effect of the whole picture. And so, you know, you might think ahead. She got ahead. Too cute and she, now she's... Yeah, now she's she got a heart-shaped way, face, but so. she can't remember who it is. So uh, anyway, if you're going to do those kinds of things, just be sure that you look ahead and see if that's how you really want, you know, to have that uh, look uh, for the future. But, um, you know, you might have one-of-a-kind photos. This is one thing she said, you know, one-of-a-kind photos and a scrapbook about... Uh, their heritage or wedding, you know, she cut some of those up and she really wished that she wouldn't have done that. So think it through before you start getting scissor happy and sticker happy because some of those things you can't repair the picture once you've put it in there. There is nothing wrong, though, with cutting people out of pictures. 
You can do that. We don't want them in our picture anymore. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe you just said that. I mean, I'm going to go to <laughs> a break. Unless they come back. And then it's like, what happened to this picture? Oh, I don't know. Well, anyway. i got to tell this story on my dear, sweet mother, my dear, sweet mother, Mildred Louise I think I was Rule. just thinking about that story. 90 years old. She's living in Riverside, California. Now, I love you, Mom. Um, we had some pictures. We kind of had a little impromptu family reunion and so she sent some pictures around and i put some in a in a photo album a scrapbook so we were looking at them one day years later and we pulled that picture out and she had been wearing some light colored stretchy pants and uh the background was dark and she had midriff bulge if the ladies know what i'm talking about we called it mildred's bulge woman had four children but she had taken an ink pen, a black ink pen, and colored in the bulge to match the background. And she looked so slim and trim. And for years, we had that picture and never noticed that. That was how that we photoshopped in the old that's times. Old, that's old-style photoshopping old right style there. Old-style photoshopping right there. There's an example of it. But, oh, yeah, I was that just was thinking. hilarious. That it was. Uh, as a matter of fact, we still have that picture. Yeah. That is oh, kind of funny. A, so that's a keeper, right? There. And we go into um, getting pictures, cropping pictures. Another thing: be sure that you know that that's what you want to do. You can do these digitally. You can crop some, uh, and then keep the original photo as well. Then that way, you don't have to worry about not being ha- able to have the original fold, um, the original photo. There's all kinds of um, embellishments and stickers and ribbons and things that you can put on there. You know, if you have a little girl and you're making a photo album of her ballet days or something, you know, you just might want to use pink satin ribbons and stickers and things, you know, that just kind of go with the theme of your photo uh, album. Maybe it is uh, a scrapbook about your vacations that you've taken and you did a lot of them at the beach. So, you know, you might want to go with a beach theme or something like that and make it really creative and put all of those pictures in there. Um, of watching, we used to go to Corpus Christi, uh, Port Aransas, quite regularly, almost every year as our kids were growing up. And they would go stand in this shark mouth in Port Aransas at one of the stores. And every year we would look at how they would grow, you know, in this shark's mouth. And so it's just, you know, you can get creative, whatever you want to do with your, you know, with your family. And if you look back and you think, well, I really didn't ever do anything like that. You can start. You can start. It's never too late to start and put put things together so that you can enjoy your memories, uh, so that you can share your memories. You know, memories are made to share and to keep alive and to keep you encouraged and to give you hope and to remind you of all the good times and to remember uh, good times. And so sometimes we need a Mm picker-upper and looking at those photo albums and bring tears to your eyes, too, as much as it can pick you up. Absolutely, and uh, we—it's some of the greatest memories I have—is looking at those old pictures and laughing and pointing fingers and teasing and having fun. Mm-hmm. Memories. My—I uh, wanted to tell this also. I was home on leave from the Navy one time, and my dear sweet granny, Lily Taylor. I said I was taking pictures, and I said, "Granny, make your mean face," because she had this mean face she'd make. She was an old German woman, and boy, I'll tell you what, I've, 
I got several copies of that and gave it to all the grandkids, and they loved it because that was Granny's mean face mm -hmm. when she would get after us. But she wasn't mean. She was sweet as she could be, and everybody just loved her. But Granny's mean face, so... <laughs> You know, you those are just stories. You know, you just you write those out, and and for um, grandchildren and great grandchildren that don't get to know a family member, it's wonderful for them to have those kinds. I'll of have memories. to explain to funny. the kids why is Granny so mad in this picture? That's her <laughs> mean face. That wasn't really how she was. You know, and those are all things that you can share. So the main thing is, uh, don't don't put too much on yourself. Start somewhere and keep it simple. Decide, you know, if you're going to do a photo album with just pictures or if you're going to do more of a scrapbooking type album that has um, not only pictures in it but can have the keepsakes that you have from your kids. Maybe you have programs from the recital or you have arts and crafts that they've made when they were younger. Uh, it's, it, you know, we have all those kinds of things and you can go through those things and you can have so many of them again, maybe store some away and put some in a scrapbook that you can display and maybe, you know, just keep them in a place where you can keep adding and doing them as you go. You don't have to have 20 albums right now, but you can start with maybe one or two and then build up and keep them organized, keep everything organized uh, so that when you get ready to start another one, you can go and and find one, but uh, you can research a little bit more about how to um, be sure that you use the correct uh, writing tools. Um, and because on some of the pictures, you don't want to do that; you can ruin them. And um, so, what you can write on the pages, especially the the scrapbooking pages. Uh, you want to be sure that you use something that's going to last and that's going to be for the project that you're using. So I encourage you to research that a little bit more once you start sitting down to do that and you have the products that you have. Probably will give you some information about what is the best type of writing utensil to use on that particular page or glue. You know, glues can be different kinds of uh, glues that you can use too. And you certainly don't want to ruin the items that you have that you're trying to preserve, but you want to... Uh, preserve them the best that you can. So yeah, do a little bit more research sticky, on that. Can make a mess. I would mm -hmm. just stay away from anything sticky. Tape, tape ruins pictures. Glue gets goopy. I remember old photo albums where they had the black paper and then they had the little corners that you stuck to the paper and then they put the picture in there and it wasn't stuck down. You could take the picture out and that preserved pictures very well. You don't find those anymore. You have all of these plastic pages, which those work well, too. But anything that's sticky can make a mess. So be careful with that. Well, and if you've got some of those old photo albums, which I had inherited from my mom, um, if you try to take them apart, it's almost impossible to do right. that because they're stuck to the back now. So right. they're going to stay in there. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to tear them up. But you can't. There are certain types of glues and pins and things that you can use that are made for scrapbooking and made for that specific purpose. And if you get those things, then you're more than likely going to be able to create a great scrapbook or memory book uh, for your family and also journaling. Uh, be sure that you get you a book to journal. And if all you start doing right now is writing in a spiral notebook, good for you. You can write down your story and add to it and share memories that you remember that day that the kids did or the grandkids did. And one day you'll have your story written and your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren will certainly enjoy reading it.
Absolutely. Well, it's time, Mr. Rule, for us to draw for that wonderful package that we have. We have a couple of photo albums and a really nice picture frame that says... Uh, at home is where our story begins. So we're going to draw a name. We've had lots of response. Thank you to everyone that responded on our Facebook page and liked, shared, and commented our photo. Also, uh, for listening, we had so many people that said they enjoyed the program and enjoyed listening. And so we just want to say thank you to all of our listeners out there that are loyal listeners that listen every week uh, to At Home with Debbie Rule from 6 to 7. And we... Um, and we really we, like the ones that say, love your show. <laughs> I love your show. Really like. Yes, we love those. And so, all right, you have, you have, you have uh, drawn a winner. <sighs> and so our winner for tonight is Debbie Myers. M-I-R-E-S, Debbie Myers. Congratulations, so, congratulations Debbie Myers. Debbie. You are a, the newest scrapbooker. <laughs> In memory, you've got a photo, a couple of photo albums. So uh, thank you so much for participating in our drawing tonight. We love each and every one of you that participate, that give us feedback. We love the texts that we get that uh, have stories and testimonies on them that we can share. We love hearing from you because, you know, this is a show about family and friends and relationships and we certainly don't have all the answers and we certainly don't have all the funny stories we know there's some out there that you're holding out on us and we'd love to hear them so uh, keep us in mind when you want to text in you want to respond to our facebook page or just send us a private message of something if there's a topic that you're interested in hearing and you would like to hear a program on that please private message us on facebook and let us know what that is and we'll research it and see where it will fit into the program format and maybe we'll do one for you and so. if you want uh if you ask we can change the names to protect the guilty and keep it confidential yes we we're very good about not <laughs> sharing names uh so you can do it privately anything that you want to share but uh yes any topics that you would like to uh learn more about we are open to hearing we had a great um input uh, given by a lady at one time about caregivers, and it happened to be one of our most popular shows, yes. uh, doing a show on caregivers and the importance of caregivers and what they go through. So uh, it was a great opportunity to do a wonderful show with some input from our audience, and so we want to thank you for that. And we thank you again tonight for being with us. We hope tonight that you will um, take what we've said and just start small, Keep it simple. Get those pictures out. Put them in an album. Get you a pen and paper. Start journaling. Write your story. Leave a legacy that your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren, and from this point on, generation after generation after generation, will know you and where you came from, even though they may not ever get to meet you. I promise you, if you put together a photo album, everybody will want to look at it. And when That's they say, why did you put that picture in there? You can say, because I did it and I wanted it in there. You know, they, they say that you can put those photo albums on your coffee tables and places. And when you have people over, they're great conversation pieces uh, that people come in and want to just, you know. So you might be selective of the pictures that you're going to put on yeah, your I would coffee be table. be very selective about that. <laughs> mm, your pictures not, you're going to put on the coffee table. Uh, but anyway, a, yeah, families yeah. Uh, enjoy sharing their memories yeah. and their stories. 
And so uh, we want to thank you for sharing your time with us tonight. We hope that you'll be with us next week again at 6 o'clock p.m. right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com as we have another edition of our At Home with Debbie Rule program where we talk about home, family, and relationships. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you and sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. I'm Rudy Rule. And we'll be back next week at 6 p.m. right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. And also, if you have Alexa, well, just ask her to turn on KNELFM or KNELAM. And you can also find us on the TuneIn app, KNELFM and KNELAM. We are there for you to find. We'll be back next week at 6 o'clock. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Caniel 95.3 FM and CanielRadio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships.